The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at CARM.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live for answers. Taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome to the show. Hey, it's me, Matt Slick, and hope you're all having a good time. Hope you had a great weekend. I had a good weekend. Um... Yeah, I got to, I get to teach. I like to teach, you know, and so, uh, I'm trying to remember which day I was doing what, but, uh, I was out there teaching on the, on the net someplace. People ask me questions and, uh, just go into all kinds of stuff. Anyway, no big deal. So, hey, look, we have, uh, let's see, I guess we have four open lines. Someone was just calling and it, it, uh, lost it, so someone else is calling. And, uh, if you're new to the show, uh, well, let's see. Yeah, if you're doing the show, this is uh, my name's Matt Slick, real name. Matt Slick is my real name, not a radio name, even though it does sound like a radio name. And I run the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G, CARM dot org. And there is a lot of stuff there if you want to check it out. All right, so when I I uh, get the um, when I get the, the show ready, uh, you know, I, did, I do a sound check, but I also have to set things up in StreamYard and some other things, and so that's just what I was I was doing, and found out that one of my uh, well, let me tell you what we do first. So we streamed to, to YouTube, all right, and they took down my videos from last week um, here from the radio show because it doesn't met, meet their guidelines, and uh, it's probably because I said something about COVID and masks and uh and i don't believe that uh the masks are very effective I, that's my opinion and i have the uh, i'm gonna do something do a test okay i'm gonna do a test because i did the research the documentations on my website from official sources from very competent sources on the efficacy of masks i'm just going to use this as an example and see if i get uh this video taken down or strike against me so Cloth masks are about 3% effective. They're basically uh, useless. And uh, those little, uh, those, those, those paperish ones that look more like doctor masks that they hand out everywhere, those are about 50% effective uh, when you're on the average person who wears them. But if you wear them properly with pinching this and not touching that and tucking in here and there, they can go up to like 80% uh, range of, of effectiveness. If you touch them and you adjust the mask, then that uh, that helps to contaminate them. Okay, this is all documented. Now let's see if I get taken down for mentioning something that the thought police don't want you to talk about. So that's what we'll see. So on uh, YouTube is taken down, but not on Rumble. What we're doing is we're moving stuff into Rumble because Rumble is uh, not, uh, you know, they, they don't have thought police there telling you what you can and can't say and stuff like that. They actually believe uh, this weird concept. They believe in the First Amendment, that you have the right to talk and give your opinions. Hey, what a new concept. It's my opinion that the masks were not very effective. There you go. Now, am I going to be punished for having an opinion like that? It doesn't go in line with the thought police? Well, we'll find out, won't we? I'll let you know more on that later. Four open lines if you want to give me a call, 
7-2-2-7-6. And if you want, you can email me a comment or a question that I can ring over, ring over the air. Read. I was looking at the word uh, ring, uh, ring central came in. We still got to get that figured out, Laura and Charlie. We got to just drive me crazy. If anybody out there knows how to set up an electronic based phone system where someone can call in, like call the ministry, and you call in and it leaves a voicemail, and then this is super tough. Oh man! And then you know I can give the code just to to sign in two or three people, and they can go in and listen to the messages and respond. That's it. It has been months and months of purgatory. I don't even believe in purgatory. Uh, of of just all kinds of problems. Get just getting this, the simplicity to work. Man, and um, you want to do it in Google Voice. But uh, someone set up something for Carm years ago, and he lost the admin password. So we can't do that anymore. And then when I try to set up a new domain with admin, it can't do that anymore. <sighs> okay, calm down. You need to think of an ocean sitting on the beach under an umbrella watching the waves come in. Sitting by the dock of the bay, that would be good. Just watching the waves roll in. <sighs> All right, so uh, like I said, if you want to email me, you can info at karm.org, info at karm.org. That's all you got to do. And uh, you can email me a comment or question, and you can also call 877-207-2276. Okay, you see how frustrated I was with the phone thing? I brought it up because I was going to say, if any of you know how to do all that stuff, you can email me at info at karm.org and say, hey, I know how to set it up, and uh, maybe we can work on it, and maybe, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's upsetting. Oh, and I love tech. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to talk about camera stuff, too. I'm working on I worked really hard on camera stuff. We'll get into that a little bit. Can, Anthony from Virginia. Anthony, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Matt. Um, I want to ask a question. Do you think a true Christian believer can murder someone? Yes. If If that believer does murder someone, does he still go to heaven? If he's a true Christian, it means all of his sins are forgiven. If someone commits a murder, let's say that there's a man who's walking with the Lord, and um, and there's different definitions of murder. And let's just say that uh, something happens, and uh, he you know finds his wife committing <clears throat> adultery, and in the heat of the moment, he he hits the guy real hard and kills him. All right, is that possible? Well, yeah. Is it technically murder? Yes, it is. So is he still saved? I'd say yes. You don't lose your salvation well, what about just, because of what about, what about just cold-blooded, premeditated murder? Like, he, he stalks the guy down and stabs him, and then, like, yeah, doesn't repent, yeah. and then dies. Well, uh, anyone who would do that kind of a thing, we wouldn't say is a Christian. I mean, you're, you're, hey, look, I, you know, I claim to be a Christian, and then you go out and premeditatively try and do something like that. That's that's not walking with Christ. It's not a sign of regeneration. I wouldn't say they're saved. Right, but the condition is that he is a true believer. He's he's been chosen by God. He's one of the elect, and he killed someone in cold blood. Is, is he still going to heaven? Well, I don't know if that's possible. Well, you just asked, well. Christians can, Christian can still sin, though. Let me let me ask you a question. Do you think it's possible to make a round square? No. Just ask it. No. 
okay, is it possible for someone who's truly regenerate and dwelled by the Lord, following the Lord Jesus Christ, to then, while doing that, seek to do that which is purely evil? Is that possible? Well, well, we, we, we see that Christians do minor okay, sins I asked you a all question. the time. I asked you a question. I asked you a question. Is that possible? That's my question. You well, yes, it with yes, else. yes, I do. I do believe that uh, they can still do that. They're still within a capacity. So I didn't say can, as in a capacity. That's different. You keep changing things. All right. Is it is it possible for not just being physically has the ability? I'm saying a true Christian is walking with the Lord Jesus to suddenly uh, premeditatively decide to murder someone. T- say it takes five weeks from to walk out this plan, and you can just do that. Is that what you're going to say is possible? Yeah, they can do that because they still okay, have free will. I, can you show? Oh, can you show me that in Scripture where it says that any place where someone indwelt by the Lord can then do the opposite of what uh, he's required to do, uh, having been dwelt by the Lord in a well, premeditative sense of something that's so serious? Can you show me that in Scripture? Yeah, they still have. They they still have like this is sanctification process, they still fight against the flesh and things like that, so we're, we're, we're aware that Christians, we can look at believing Christians and see that they're still committing sins of various types, so it's not unthinkable that, you know, they could still theoretically, you know, do something as bad as this, if they're doing all these other, like, smaller bad things, they still have free will, they still have the ability to choose to do, to do that. Well, okay, first of all, I asked you a question and you ignored it. Okay, I said, can you show it to me in Scripture? Here's what you've done several times. You, you've changed the, the question that I've asked, not answered the question, and then you've ignored the question. So uh, let me ask you, what church do you go to? I don't go to a church. What are you, an atheist? No, I'm a Christian. You're a Christian but I, who doesn't go to church. How long has it been since you've been to church? Um, quite a while. How long is quite a while? Years. Okay. Are, is there some reason you can't go to church? Uh, I don't believe what a lot of churches teach. I don't believe there's any I didn't ask you that. Major I asked you a question. Listen to what I'm actually asking you. Is there a reason you can't go to church? No, there's not a reason I can't go to church, okay. no. All right, so you choose to disobey God and not go to church. Where does it say I have to go to a church? It doesn't say you have to go to church, but it does say in Hebrews 10.25, do not forsake the gathering together of the body of Christ. So you're not to forsake it. Now, I, that's why I asked you, is there a reason, okay? Now, if there's no oh, reason, well, yeah, it, that's different, okay? Well, the reason I don't go is because I don't believe that any church teaches the true message of Christ in this time, so I, oh, I don't attend okay. any, any church. Okay. Is the Trinity true by any chance? No, it's not true. Is Jesus God in flesh? Mm, I don't believe so, no. Okay. Did he die on the cross? Yes, I believe that. Did he rise from the dead in the same body he died in? Uh, I believe that, yeah. Okay. Do you believe the Bible's true? Mm, I mean, yeah, I believe there's inspiration in the Bible, God's revelation. Wait a minute. Is the Bible uh, inspired, the whole Bible, or just parts of it? I don't believe it's inspired, as in it was like a book written by God, but I do believe that it contains the the revelation of God. 
Like there are parts okay, of so it that are just... Can you give me a verse that is revelatory from God, that you know for a fact is from God? I believe that when, like when the prophets speak, that's, that's divine revelation. Give me an example. Give me a scripture. And anytime Jesus speaks or one of the prophets, Isaiah, you know, Moses, okay, so whenever, Jeremiah. Okay, so whenever Jesus speaks, it's, it, it, it's uh, inspired. Is everything that, he, that is recorded by the gospel writers of what Jesus said, is it accurate? I don't know, but I, I believe it's trustworthy. So is it, okay. So when Jesus says before Abraham was, I am, what does that mean in John eight fifty eight? Uh, I don't know, but I don't think it means he's God. Okay, so um, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Therefore, they pick up stones to throw at him. Okay, they want to kill him. So did he really say, mm -hmm. Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am? Did he say that? I believe he, maybe he did. I don't think he, no, I don't no, think no. he was did claiming he, deity there. You don't, what? I just actually said it. I just actually said it. Well, again, we uh, let's recognize we're kind of straying away from the question I asked, no, we're not. which is I'm you show know, you I'm going to show you something. So, did he say okay. it? Did Jesus did. say before Abraham was I am? Yeah. Yeah, I believe he probably said that. Okay. So, when he was in John 10:30, I'm going to show you something. When he says I and the Father are one, did he say that? I yeah, I do believe he probably okay. said that. And then it says uh, the Jews picked up stones again to stone him. That's the, the we just went from John eight fifty nine, where they want to kill him for saying before Abraham was I am, and then next mentioning of stoning is here. We get back to the break. We'll continue, and I'll show you something. Okay, I'm gonna show you something. All right, all right. Hey folks, we have four open lines. If you want to give me a call, all you have to do is dial eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, four open lines, 877-207-2276. All right, let's get back on here with Anthony. You're still there? I am. All right, now, so uh, I'm just going to continue because the... In John 8, 58, he says, Before Abraham was, I am. The Jews wanted to kill him. And then the next place where it mentions stoning is here, when Jesus says, John 10, 30, I and the Father are one. You said that's what he said. It says the Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Then Jesus answered, I showed many good works in the Father. For which of these are you stoning me? Do you think he really said that? Yes. I, I mean, this whole conversation, okay. I believe he, he probably said... Okay, the Jews answered, "For a good work, we do not stone you, but blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself out to be God." So, where was it that Jesus said whatever it was that would make him think he was claiming to be God? Where was that? Well, it would have probably been when he said, "I and the Father are one." Okay, so, um, so I and the Father are one. Why would that do it? What would be so significant about them saying that he and the Father are one? I don't know. Maybe they misunderstood him. I and the Father are one? The Jews, plural. They got it. Because remember, 
it says before Abraham, I mean, uh, he said before Abraham was, I am, but also Deuteronomy 6, 4, Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one. He says, Right, but father, if you look in there, well, there, later on in the conversation, Jesus corrects them and says, I, I don't claim to be God, I'm claiming, claiming to be the Son of God. And in John 17, you know, Jesus says, I would like that my believers to be one, just as I and the Father are one. So he's okay. clearly speaking in a symbolic and metaphorical sense. Did you hear that sound? You heard a sound, like a like a ripping sound, you know, versus being ripped out of context. I, that's what I heard. I don't know if you heard that, but I okay. I just quote. I just quoted what Jesus said. If you re keep reading the conversation, Jesus corrects them and says he's claiming to be the Son of God. And by okay. the way, before this conversation hold ends, on, I would like on, you to give on, me hold a on, yes hold or on, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, did the Jews here in John ten? They uh, did they think he was God? They thought he was God, but Jesus then corrects them. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. You, you just don't believe the word of God, obviously. The Jews answered, "For a good week we work, we do not stone you, but you, uh, for blasphemy, because you being a man, make yourself out to be God." They want to kill him because they think he's claiming to be God, right? Yes. Do they believe he was correct? That Jesus was correct in that claim? Or they did, they did not believe his God, which is it? Well, uh, which is it? Me, which one is it? Is it the fact that they agreed that he was God, or they're denying that he is God? Which one of the they Pharisees thought, doing? They thought he was claiming to be God, but then in John ten thirty six, okay, hold on, Jesus said, says, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the Jews are, are you're right, they're, 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 they think he's claiming to be God. Do they agree with that? Do they disagree or agree with the statement that he's claiming to be God? Do they believe he's God in flesh? Do they believe it or not? No, they don't. So no, you agree don't. with the Pharisees? You agree with them? Because, see, they case, yes. misunderstood him, and they are like you, denying that he's God. Would you have okay. picked up stones so with them? Yeah, no, but... Yes, um, you would have. Yes, you would have, because okay, you have the same have, attitude. You have the same attitude about Jesus. He says, before Abraham was, I am. They want to kill him for saying it. You didn't even explain why they want to kill him for saying it. And here, I and the Father are one. They, again, they want to kill him. And you go back to, to uh, ten, John 10.30. And the Jews obviously deny that he's God in flesh. You obviously agree with the Jews that he's not God in flesh. And they're the ones who killed him and murdered him. Good company. Yeah, I don't want to... I don't think Jesus is claiming to be God, so I just want to put okay, that out there. Well, but that's your opinion. I, but I, here's I, the thing. You agree with the Jews who denied that he was God. It's exactly what you're doing. You agree with okay. those Jews. Yeah, I agree with them there. Yes, I do. Okay. And they, did they understand who he was? In, in that particular instance, they didn't think he was the Messiah. Did They They didn't uh, get but who I, he was. But I believe and Jesus so is the you Messiah. Agree with you agree with the Jews that he's not God in flesh. Okay. Now, does the term yes, I've Son of God does the term Son of God mean that he's not God? Yes, it does mean what he's not term, God. What does the term Son of Man mean then? Son of Man refers to Daniel seven, which is the prophecy in which there's two figures: the Ancient of Days and the Son of Man. And the Son of Man is clearly a distinct figure from the Ancient of Days. Ancient, the Son of Man is given authority over Earth by the Ancient of Days, who is God. Okay, so, but I still don't understand what this has to do with my original question. Oh, well, I'm just, I want everyone to hear that you don't um, believe who Jesus really is. You deny the true God. You deny the true Christ. 
and you are not a Christian. If you were to die right now, and I don't want this to happen, you'd go to hell. Okay, okay. thank you for telling me that, but I want a yes or no answer to my original question. Does a Christian who murders someone go to heaven or hell? Oh, yes or no? It depends on the situation. It's not a yes or no question. You have to define what murder is, and then you have to go through the different contexts and different types. Okay. They cold. I already said they cold blood stalk someone down. They premeditate it and they murder someone. But they're a true a true member of the elect. Do that person believe, still go to heaven? No, I don't believe that's even possible. You say that. I don't believe it's possible. Okay. Well, then we'd have to argue about that. But you know what the. What, what is taught is that salvation has... You, you admit that Christians can sin to varying degrees, though, right? So, well, what's your point? You, what are you trying to do? What's your point? I don't believe your scenario to, is, is legitimate or, re, uh, or real. So, okay, now what what you're trying to get at? So I guess, I, I guess let me make it simpler. Can a Christian live in continual sin, whatever that is, and still go to heaven? Heck yeah. I'm going to heaven. I'm always in sin. I'm not perfect. What, what do you think? Well, we weren't talking about sin. We could be talking about anything that you know pertains to dude, sin, which is you know minor dude, sins like. Dude, dude, look, you, you got to get your head on straight here. Look, I I can speak of myself. I am not perfect. Every day I do something wrong. I'm trying not to. I try and live my life to the glory of the Lord. Before I get up, I went to bed last night and I pray as I go to sleep, and I wake up. A lot of times I just pray as I, when I wake up before I even put my feet on the ground. I ask my Lord to use me when I sit down in this very chair each morning to work. I ask God almost every single time. I ask God, please use me and guide me through my words and my typing, my research, whatever it is. Now, this, does it mean that I don't make mistakes and sin during the day? Of course not. Well, let me so, just make a point. You're saying that Christians can't commit certain types of sin, but they can do others. So where's the limit? Where's the limit that something's so bad a Christian can't do it? Because if you're going to oh, admit Christians can sin... That's in, that's in the book of Second Moronicles. So you're gonna. So where does it limit what type of sins Christians can commit? Because we're both admitting that Christians can sin. I guess you're just saying that there's some limit that they can't pass by if they're... You know, theoretically, so what's your limit to a, a sin Christians can theoretically commit? Well, I don't know. Um, I'm not God, so I couldn't tell you that. I don't know why you'd ask me that question. So why, does, why doesn't God limit Christians from committing any sin? Is that within God's power or not? What? You want to... Wait, now it, you want to... Let it, me answer your question. You want me to ask or, or answer for God and his capability? Is that what you're doing? Oh, hold on, we got a well, break. Okay, because I'm enjoying the, the fish shooting scenario we've got going on here. Hold on, buddy. We'll be right back, folks, after these messages. Uh, please stay tuned. 877-207-2276. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. At the bottom of the hour, if you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. Just want to let you know we stay on the air by your support. If you like what you hear, then all you got to do is, uh, is uh, just go to karm.org forward slash donate. And everything you need's right there. We hope you will kindly um, support us. We ask $5 a month. That's not too much. Hopefully it's, it's okay. 
Let's get back on with Anthony. You still there? You still there, buddy? Yes. All right. Now, I forget where we were. Where were we? Uh, which So which sins, you know, does oh, yeah. God not allow people to commit? Well, he lets you commit all kinds of sins. That's why they exist. Yeah, so I guess theoretically it's it's possible that a, a believing Christian might murder someone in cold blood, an innocent person. Well, I would have to I'd have to look at all the circumstances. What's the point of all this? What, 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 what's, what's the point? Because uh, I believe Jesus taught that people can't commit these sins or else they, you know, they're not going to get into heaven. And, you know, you're okay. having a hard time in giving me a yes or no answer here. Because your questions aren't very precise. That's why. It's your, on your fault, not mine. You don't understand the issue sufficiently to be able to articulate a very competent, uh, well-formed question. Okay? You want the answer? Normally, I won't tell someone that on the air, but I'm telling you. You don't know the All situations right, so and the circumstances enough to be able to form the question properly. Okay, I've given you a hypothetical scenario. A, 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 a Christian murders someone, and I just want to know, does that person go to heaven or not? It should, it's, I don't see what's so difficult about that. Well, I, I already gave you a scenario where someone could murder someone on uh, in a heat of passion and have committed a great sin. And, and you can okay. still go to heaven based on that. A premeditated thing, I'd say, was something different. If you want a list of stuff, I can't give you a list because God doesn't uh, provide that such a, a list. So you're telling me then, or, or are you saying then, that you go to heaven based on your, your goodness? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I believe that's exactly what Jesus and the prophets taught. Okay. Are you being good enough? I don't know. I'll be judged when I die and, you know, stand before the, you know, throne. That, that's what Islam says. They don't know if they're good enough. So, are you you don't know if you're doing enough good works. Let me ask you. Do you think you probably are doing enough good works or possibly? What do you think possibly? I say I would say I I try to be good enough, but, you know, whether I am or not is, okay. is up to God. So then, uh, it's possible that you could be doing enough to to please God, right? I believe so. Okay. So what you're telling me here is that you believe that you are good enough, possibly good enough, to keep yourself right with the infinitely holy, majestic God of the universe by your efforts. That's possible, right? Well, not just, I just want to be clear, it's not just me, but all people. All, all It's with, within everyone's, you We're know. We're talking about pop, you. you know. We're talking about you. So you yeah, because believe, you want to make me seem like I'm pride. You, you want to make me seem you like are I'm prideful. And You're an arrogant fool. You are an arrogant fool. But, you deny who God is. You deny who Christ is. You judge the scriptures. You judge what is true and what is false. You allow certain things in scripture or not. And then you have the arrogance to say that you have the possibility of keeping yourself right with the infinitely holy God by your effort. What a fool! What an arrogant fool you are. Yeah, you are. That's what. That's what Jesus and his apostles and the Old Testament prophets taught, though. They taught no, that not. people had a no, right... No, well, Yes, it is. No, it's not. They, you know, G uh, Moses in Deuteronomy said that the commandments were not too hard to, to obey. In First John, it says that... Where does it you say? Know, commandments were not where does it say that keeping those commandments gets you to heaven? It doesn't Oops. say that in that exact language, Oops. but it does clearly... It does clearly Oops. say that you know those those who obey the commandments are are blessed. I got and those you. Who we're supposed to. Are... We're su I got you. We're supposed to obey the commandments. Where does it say that getting those commandments and doing them gets you to heaven? Show me. 
You're the one who's referencing the law. In the Old Testament, it doesn't say it in that language, but in you know Jesus does teach yes, that. Yes, it does. Um, yes, it does. It, it, if you want to know, it talks about it. I think in Deuteronomy twenty-eight twenty-six. Oh, where is that? Uh, no, I'll go to Galatians. I think it's three. It's been a while since I've quoted this. Galatians three ten, where Paul is quoting. Uh, he's quoting the Old Testament in Deuteronomy twenty-seven twenty-six. Curses everyone who does not abide by everything written in the book of the law to perform them. So you're, you're the one who quoted in the Old Testament. So if you keep the law perfectly, you won't be cursed, will you? Cursed is everyone who right. does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. Are you keeping all of the law? Maybe I am. Maybe you are. Okay, so then the Bible says in the Old Testament to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Deuteronomy 6, 5. Are you loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? I try to. I didn't ask you to try. Are you? I, again, we, we don't, you know, God will judge us okay. based on so you're you know, not. how we perform. Okay, so you're not. Was Did Jesus ever sin? I don't believe so. So, are you keeping the law on the level of Jesus himself? I believe I'm keeping it to the extent that, you know, people can keep it to the extent that he taught it to us. So, he actually quoted what I just referenced to you about, uh, love the Lord, guard all your you know, all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He referenced that in, in Matthew 22, 39, or actually 37. Yeah. So, so he did that, and he said. Then he quoted, "Love uh, your neighbors yourself." Uh, two verses later, then in, in verse forty, he said, "This is summation of the law." Since Jesus never sinned, then are you telling me that you're doing those two commandments, loving God and loving your neighbor, on the same level as Jesus? Well, I believe people can do that. Yes, to the to I the you people. know, God. are you you are you doing? Why does it matter if I'm doing it? Because I'm talking to you. So uh, are you able to keep the law on the same level as Jesus? This is a strategy aimed to make someone who makes this argument look prideful and arrogant, and that's not yes, about that's me. True. It's, it's that's about true. all human beings. It's about you. We're talking about you, not all human beings. On the yeah, I could, be the wor- I could be the worst sinner on earth, and it still doesn't change what Jesus taught. I, I got you. I'm asking you if you're keeping the, the law of righteousness on the same level as Jesus. That's all I'm asking you. Sorry, he let didn't me just, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. How about so that? Then, I give that let, to you. Let's no, get I'm this not. straight. So, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad you. it took you that long to figure out and admit you're not on the same level as Jesus. It took a while, which means you were thinking maybe you could. Tell me how you're not prideful and arrogant. Yeah, people, I believe all people can do it. It's within their capacity. I think that's what Jesus taught. I think that's what the Old Testament and New Testament taught. So all people can, then why does it say that no one does good, no one uh, you know, can keep the law, and everybody sinned? Well, why is that, then, if everybody can? The, those are, I think that's, that's poetic hyperbole that's from the Psalms, okay. and the Bible speaks very frequently of righteous people, that there are righteous people and they're righteous okay. on their own merit. Okay, whoop, there's that sound again. That ripping sound. Yeah. Of of you taking verses without looking at their context and understanding what's going on. This is why you don't know who Christ is. You do not know who God is, and you are not a Christian. I'm not mad at you. I'm just informing you. 
You agree with the well, Jews me, that he's not God in flesh. You have the arrogance to say that's even a possibility for you to keep the law and that you're going to merit your position with God by your own goodness. Now, if that isn't arrogant foolishness, I don't know what is. Can I ask you a, your interpretation of a verse then? When yeah, when first John says he when first John says he who practices righteousness righteousness is righteous just as Christ is righteousness, what does that mean to you? What verse? I believe it's first John chapter three or somewhere therein. Uh, everyone who's born everyone that knows him also practices righteousness is born of him. No, I I should have looked this up before. Yeah, you should. You should look at that. Yeah, everyone who practices sin practices lawlessness. Oh yeah, it's First John chapter three verse seven. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as Christ is righteous. Doesn't say just as Christ is righteous. Doesn't say that. Well, it just it says it says he is righteous, and it's obviously referring to Christ. Whoa, 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 whoa! You, yeah, I'm looking at the text that you said and reading it, and you changed it to make it say what you wanted to say. Well, does wow. the he, who does the he refer to so there? You are so arrogant. You think you can keep God's law, and then you have the right to alter the written word to make it fit what you want. Okay, well, who does the he refer to there, in your opinion? It's Jesus. But you said, as Jesus All was. Right, thank that's you. Not what it, hey, hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You changed the word. Now, do you think... Okay, I did change you, the word to make it easier to understand. So, don't do don't change God's word to make it into what you want. So look. But let's what so, does it say? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Are you keeping the the law? Are you as righteous as Jesus? One who practices righteousness is as righteous as Jesus. That's exactly what the verse says. Are you practicing righteousness on the same level as Jesus? If I do what's righteous, I'm as, I'm, I'm righteous as Jesus. I, I so, didn't ask if you did. You know, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Yes or no? Yeah. No. Yeah. Then you're lost. You're condemned by your own words. Hey, folks, there's a break. We've got to go. we got callers waiting. We'll get to the next callers after the break. That was an exercise uh, that was worth you to hear to see what the foolishness of the world is apart from Christ. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live, taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed the last conversation. Just trying to show you guys uh, one of the ways of, of dealing with people who are lost. That's one of the ways. Hey, let's get on the phones with, let's see, Noreen from Texas. Hey, Noreen, welcome. You are on the air. Noreen, I hit Hello. the button. Hello, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. So what do you got? I'm 73. I'm 73 and hanging tight, too. Um, <laughs> my you. question is, why are there two baptisms after the call? When Ephesians 4, 5 says one more, one faith, one baptism. Now, two, the two one baptisms baptism, after, wait, I'm trying to understand, two baptisms after the fall, you said? Is that what the word was? No, after crucifixion, after the day of... After. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there's the baptism the of the Holy Spirit. There's the baptism of water. There's two right there. Okay. We shouldn't be. There shouldn't be two baptisms. 
Ephesians 4, 5 says one Lord, one king, and one baptism. Now, which baptism is it? To verify that they are separate. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec, please. I'm asking questions. Um, Which baptism is it? Baptism of the Spirit or baptism of water? That's the one. Baptism of the Spirit, because... Okay. Okay. So, well, hold on, hold on. I just wanted an answer. I don't need a teaching from you. I don't know what you believe. In fact, what church do you go to? I don't. You don't. Let me ask you: Is the Trinity true? Is is the Trinity true? No. Is Jesus God in flesh? I'm just asking you. you Is Jesus God in flesh? You you cannot have not one righteous belief. Okay. It's it. Okay. If it ma'am. violates one other scripture, ma- ma- it's not ma'am. righteous belief. Ma'am, ma'am, you, you ma'am, call God a liar. Stop. No, stop. I'm going to put you on hold. <sighs> I'd go outside tonight and see if it's a full moon. Okay, let me try it again. Noreen, are you there? Noreen? Yes. Okay. So, is Jesus God in flesh? Just asking you. Is he? Jesus walked. I'm He's asking no you, can, can you <laughs> is, present tense, Jesus, God in flesh, what's the answer, yes or no? No. Okay, when he was walking on earth, was he God in flesh? Yes. Okay, so you deny that he's a man right now, which means that you don't have an intercessor, because Jesus is still a man. First Timothy 2.5 says there's one mediator between man and God, the man, Christ Jesus. That's First Timothy 2.5. It doesn't mean flesh. It doesn't mean flesh. It means what he acquired while in the flesh, because no flesh can Hold enter on a second. Hold on. No, 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 no. It says flesh and, and bones cannot inherit the kingdom of God. But it, that Jesus says uh, that a spirit doesn't have flesh. Excuse me, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Is what the phrase is. Jesus says, "Look and touch me, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have." After his resurrection, he was flesh and bones. John twenty four thirty nine. Do you do you deny that Jesus Christ, Noreen? Do you deny that Jesus Christ rose from the dead in the same body he died in? He's in an immoral, but it's not it's not flesh. And Jesus body. says, Jesus says in Luke twenty four thirty nine. This is after his resurrection. See my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me, and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. Now, after the resurrection, did Jesus have flesh and bones? No. Then you denied what Jesus just said about himself. Jesus okay. does not have flesh and blood in heaven. I didn't say flesh and blood. I said flesh and bones. You guys I'm keep man. you do this. Everybody does this. And change the word of God. You, you don't listen to the word of God. Man? You listen, you Noreen. 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 Noreen, I gotta put her on hold again. She's a she wants to, to dominate the show. Not her show. Noreen. Jesus says he has flesh and bones. He says a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. This is after his resurrection, after the crucifixion. So, was Jesus wrong when he said that uh, a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have? So was, was he wrong for saying that? Was he wrong? 
Okay. Obviously, uh, folks, this is uh, another example of another person, two in a row, who denies who Christ really is. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ is God in flesh, still. He emptied himself, Philippians 2, 5 through 8, became one of us. And he died on that cross, and he rose from the dead in the same body he died in, as he prophesied in John two nineteen through 21, destroy this temple three days, I will raise it up, speaking of the temple of his body. John two nineteen through 21. In 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty five through 45, it says that that which is sown in the ground is that which is raised. It is sown perishable. It is raised imperishable. After the resurrection, Jesus says, Spirit does not have flesh and bones. As you see, I have. This is Luke twenty four thirty nine. When he said to them, See my hands and my feet. Touch me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. In John twenty twenty five, Doubting Thomas said, He's risen? I don't believe that. He said, We've seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the imprint of the nails, and put my finger into the place of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. After eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in our midst and said, Peace be with you. And he said to Thomas, Reach here with your finger, and see my hands, and reach here your hand, and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believing. So Jesus is saying, Put your hand into my side. In John twenty twenty seven, in Luke twenty four thirty nine, he says, Touch me. A spirit doesn't have flesh and bones, you see I have. Now, I'm going to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Like what that woman was teaching is damnable. Okay? 1 Corinthians fifteen fourteen. If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain. Your faith also is in vain. Moreover, we are found, uh, we are even found to be a false witness of God because we testified against God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if in fact the dead are not raised. Paul's saying, of course they're raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ was raised. And if Christ is not raised, then your faith is worthless, you're still in your sins. So Jesus is, excuse me, Paul is teaching the resurrection of Christ, the bodily resurrection. She denied the bodily resurrection. He's a, a man right now. And so this is a damnable doctrine. It means your faith is in vain. This is why it's important for all of you out there to know what the essentials of the Christian faith are. This is an essential of the Christian faith. You cannot have it. Uh, you cannot deny it, excuse me, and be a Christian. You can deny it ignorantly. And then once you see it, you go, whoa, that's what it says? Okay, that's what I believe. That, that's, that's different than arguing against this and refusing to repent. So if any of you out there deny that there's only one God in all the universe, and you say there's many gods, you're not a Christian, and you're lost, you're on the way to hell. If you deny openly, repeatedly, that the Trinity is true, you're lost, you're on the way to hell. If you deny that Jesus Christ is God in flesh, then and now, then you have denied the true and living God, the true and living Christ, and you are on your way to hell. If you deny that justification is by faith alone in Christ alone, but you add baptism, or you add sacraments, or you add your own goodness in order to be saved, to keep yourself right with the infinitely holy God, you are on your way to hell. 
The truth is that there's one God in all existence, all place, all time. Not many gods. You can't become gods. God is a trinity, not three beings, but one being and three distinct simultaneous persons. The second one became Jesus. He, the, hum, the divine nature and the human nature joined. They were in union. And this is who Jesus is to this day. He died on that cross and he rose from the dead in the same body he died in. He's God in flesh who died on that cross, rose from the dead. And that we are made right before God by faith only, not by faith in what we do, not by faith in our baptism, not by faith in our sincerity, not by faith in our goodness. Don't be so foolish to think that your sincerity somehow merits anything with God, because it does not. Let me read you something. This is what it says. Now, the law says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbors yourself. That's respectively in the Bible, Deuteronomy 6.5 and Leviticus 19.18, which Paul, which Jesus, excuse me, uh, references respectively in Matthew 22.37 and 39. And he says in verse 40, this is the summation of the law. So if any of you think you keep yourself right with God by the law, by what you do with keeping the law, then read Galatians 2.21. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. If you can get to heaven by being good, by following any of the law, then why did Christ need to die? Galatians 2.21 I do not nullify the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, loving God and loving your neighbor, being honest, then Christ died needlessly. If you could keep the law, then the law would be the way to be saved. But it can't be, which is why Christ had to fulfill the law and never sin. First Peter 2.22 Why he died on the cross and then rose from the dead, which is the sign of the acceptance and the perfection and the holiness of his sacrifice for our sins, where he bore our sin in his body on the cross. First Peter 2.24 This is who Christ is. This is a true living gospel. And if anybody out there, you're listening to my words, if any of you deny the Trinity, repent and believe it. If you're oneness, repent and believe the truth. If you're a Catholic and you believe that you have to keep your commandments and go through the sacraments in order to keep yourself right with God, you need to repent of that great sin and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins. If you're a Mormon and you teach that God came from another world and he was exalted, he's got a goddess wife, that you keep celestial law, you can become a god of your own world, and that you're saved by grace through faith, after all you can do, Second Nephi 25, 23, you need to repent and believe in the true and living God because nobody is capable of keeping the law perfectly except one person that was Jesus Christ only he did this first Peter 2 22 only he was able to keep that law and if you could keep the law and you could earn your position with God by what you do then you might as well become a Muslim because that's what Muslims teach that's what Islam teaches that's what the Quran teaches in Surah 23 101 to 103 that's what it teaches if your good works out well you're bad then you'll the balance is, is heavy towards towards you in the good way then heaven you will find this is what the Quran is teaching. This is what the Jehovah's Witness Watchtower Organization says. It says that you have to keep the commandments of God to be saved and have your sins forgiven. All of this is blasphemy. All of this is false teaching. All of this is evil doctrine. The truth is this. There's one God who's a trinity. Just like 
a cube is height, width, and depth. All three of those aspects make up the totality. This is who God is, the Trinity. And the second person of the Trinity became flesh, died on the cross, rose from the dead. And you've got to trust in Him alone, by faith alone. And if you do not, and you add anything, then you're on your way to hell. That's the true gospel. Believe in Jesus. Trust in Him. He did it all. He's all you need. Okay? Not your goodness. Not your law-keeping. Just Him. Ask Him to forgive you for sins. He will because he's God in flesh. Amen. God bless. Bye. Another program powered by the Truth Network.